Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Did you know that on jamesmillerlifeology.com, you can enroll in the academy I created for listeners just like you? I've created courses you may take at your own pace, which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Enroll in one of the classes today. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you focus on the life lessons you've learned. I'll also be interviewing Mark Demetrio, who's going to be reviewing his latest book, Lessons for My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life. This inspirational book is going to teach you practical life lessons, which will inspire you to make healthier choices to succeed in all areas of your life. You may purchase this book at Amazon or at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well and then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Life lessons. In everything we do, there is a lesson we can learn. We've all seen many successful people on TV and often we wish we could emulate their life. But what we don't realize is if we don't look for healthy life lessons, we miss out on an opportunity to grow and develop. I once overheard a man who was mentoring a young man at a department store and the mentor was upset with a cashier. And once a cashier stepped away, the mentor told the young man that you have to be firm with people and you have to treat them a certain way in order to get your needs met. And in hearing that, I had a different take on that, but of course I wasn't going to say anything. But it's important for us to realize that everything we learn, that comes out later in our life. If you learn that it's okay to treat people a certain way, you will teach that to other people. If you learn that every person is a self-made person, you will learn that your success is based off of your choices. If you learn that it's important for you to look at life in a different way than perhaps your family system has taught you, then you will go in a different direction than perhaps your family is going in. It's so important for you to recognize every experience you have, there is a takeaway. Unfortunately, if our takeaway in life is everything is negative or everything is wrong or we're never going to get ahead in life or people are always against us, When we come from that contentious or that oppositional viewpoint, then unfortunately, that's as far as we're going to go. I always remind people, look at your thoughts and look at your life like a Rubik's Cube. There are six different sides of a Rubik's Cube. And when you spin that Rubik's Cube around, you're going to see your situation or your life in a different way. If you find that the lessons you keep learning over and over again, that you're never going to succeed in life, that you can never get ahead or everyone's against you, unfortunately, you're looking at one side of that Rubik's Cube and are not really looking at all different areas of your life. 
We've all experienced heartache. We've all experienced opposition. We've all experienced times of disappointment and adversity, but we find a different way to get around it. I really want to encourage you today, if you struggle with looking at the world perhaps in a different way, or you find that you feel like you just can't get ahead, there's so many amazing things out there that can help you. For example, my guest today, Mark Demetrio, when you hear about his new book, it's really going to inspire you and give you some tools and techniques to help you look at your world in a different way. The lessons you've learned don't have to be lessons that you carry forward the rest of your life. If you're finding that those lessons and you implement them all the time are not getting you to where you want to go, then it is important for you to reframe that and say, well, if I keep believing this, or this is life lesson that I keep implementing over and over again, well, maybe that's not working for me. How could I do it differently? And once again, if you're not able to find it on your own, it's important for you to surround yourself with people who can look at the world in a different way, who can help you, who can inspire you to overcome this hurdle. Because once you overcome this one hurdle, then it gives you a really strong foundation and data to reflect on it later on to say, wow, I overcame that. I didn't think I could, but I did. And that is a wonderful stepping stone for you to have the bright future that you deserve. A quick example of one of the courses you'll find in the academy entitled, When All Hell Breaks Loose. <laughs> We've all experienced those times when nothing seems to go right. This class will specifically train you how to process the event, regroup, and use what was thought as a stumbling block and turn it into a stepping stone. Enroll in the class today. Mark Demetrio is a top-rated speaker and entrepreneur who learned early in life that success is a choice thanks to the teachings of his grandfather, Charlie Pistis, the archetypical self-made man who left Cyprus, penniless at 16, and immigrated to America. In Mark's new book, Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life, Mark shares Charlie's compelling story and shares his 15 timeless principles for success, applying them to the world today. Welcome to my show, Mark. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yes, I really can't wait to talk about this. You know, you look back at your life, and I'm sure as a little boy, you didn't realize how wise your grandfather was. So I can't wait to hear about the wisdom of your grandfather, this amazing book that you've launched, and all the wonderful things that you're going to teach my, inspire my listeners today. Well, thank you again. I mean, I, I have so much to talk about. If we had 10 hours, I'd go into it even deeper, but we got a little bit of time here together. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about Charlie. Obviously, Charlie is his American name and not his, his Cyprus name, but give us some, some background in him. So he came over here at 16. So actually, he actually left even better than that, or worse than that, however you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. He left home at 16 from Cyprus. Mm. And, and the catalyst for leaving home was basically saying, I want to be something in life. I want to make something of myself. I want to be successful. I don't want to stay here. It's a beautiful island, but in the poor atmosphere that they had, I just needed to leave and become something. So that always, the, the, the magnitude of that decision, gosh, yes. you know, to be able to be a boy, you know, really a boy at that point and mm -hmm. say, I want to be something and to leave your family. Um, it, it, there's something inspirational about that by itself. But then his story to have came to America finally at 20 and really from between 20 and 60, you know, his work career, which I'll go into a little bit, and then retire 60 millionaire and live to 97. Wow. You know, the blessing of who he was as an individual, his persona, his personality, his, his likability factor, his hard work, his, ex, his ethics, everything about him is what made him succeed in life fully, uh, completely, and that's the story about it. Wow. And he was not only my grandfather, but literally my best friend. We spoke mm. several times a day. I told, saw him all the time, but he was a tremendous mentor in my life in so many ways wow. because he had the ability to learn from so many people that he worked with and associated with, that he was a sponge for life and sponge for learning. And he's, it just, it just, it's helped me in life so much in so, in so many ways. Well, you know, just going back to the whole concept of leaving home at such a young age, I mean, like you said, I, 
at that age, I, I couldn't imagine doing that, you know, and not to compare right. myself to, to this wonderful man, but even my listeners comparing themselves because we all have different journeys. But what to say, I want something greater in my life for not only for myself, but the legacy of my family that I'm going to create and wanting something and wanting it so badly that you leave everything you know and you do something completely different, not even sure how the outcome is going to be. Yeah, it's amazing in itself. And you know, he, uh, he even left in the night because he knew his parents wouldn't let him go. And mm. the dad found out through the grapevine. He was going on a merchant ship to help feed the animals, to take him to Greece just to be able to get a free ride. His dad found out and rode out on a little boat and said, son, you have my, you have my heart. I know why you're doing this. Here's a couple of coins I have and, and you know, go on oh your way. Gosh. And that, that filled his heart. And I can I tell you, he never stopped sending money back to his family. Mm. Ever, every, every single year, as much time as he had, uh, assuming many opportunities he had, he actually sent money back all the years of his parents until they passed. But he was always there to make sure they were, they were well taken care of. And, and don't forget back then there were no phones or no computers. Yeah. I mean, he didn't talk to his family for you know, tens of years after that, literally oh by mail. Gosh. And that was it. So, wow. but it's a, it's a big story, but you know, it, it's, it's just a driving force and someone wants to get ahead in life, want a better life for himself and his family. And I think that we can really relate that as well. And we'll talk about the book in just a second, but really relate that to today's world. You know, we, we may not have the, have to make those huge choices like, like your grandfather did. But the thing is when we want change, we want success, we want something better. We have to do something different. And sometimes we have to make those drastic changes. If that is starting and just starting a new company or whatever it may be, something has to be different in our life. And the only way to do that is to take that leap of faith. Right, to take the change. And, you know, and, and the catalyst for writing the book uh, is, is to truly give the world the mentor that I had yeah. and, and in a very unselfish way, which took me a lot of time and money and, and you know, and, and sacrifice for the last couple of years mm-hmm. to do this. Um, you know, it wasn't about any other decision. And I, I, and I didn't need to do the, the book. I had to do the book. And yeah. that was the burning passion I had. I need to give this mentor to the world. It's a shame that he's not with us anymore. It's a loss for society. It's a loss for me, but I want to give this mentor to the world, to the teachings he taught me, and then also help to wove into there everything that I've learned to be successful. Yes. So it's really, truly more of a motivational, inspirational success-based book with a beautiful story built in throughout. Mm. And, um, you know, so again, to give back and that's why I did it, you know, to help inspire a lot of people and mostly it's not just the mentoring of the, let's say, 16 to 40 year old world, but it's the 40 and up that mm. will not only enjoy the book, but then learn and understand about being mentor or learn about what it takes to be in that successful, passionate life to help teach your kids or others around you or your grandkids. But really, it's comprehensive. Wow, that, that really is very comprehensive. And I do love the fact that he, the legacy he created you know, when he wanted to something more, that was something more for his children and for his, his grandchildren. And then obviously for you in the future, should you have children or it's, it's, it just is going to continually snowball and snowball and snowball until you have this, this amazing new culture. So that's so neat. Right, exactly, exactly. As a little boy, did you know how wise your father, your grandfather was? Well, you know what he, he, cause you know, being that he was retired at 60, just mm-hmm. the way that he, he was, you know, so as I went through life and just continue to learn more and more and more from him um, about life, about some of the stories of people he mixed with and just, you know, just his attitude. He was always upbeat, always positive. Every meal was the best meal I ever had. Mm. He loved being around people. He would he would cut out clippings, um, whether he was here for six months in Florida, six months, he would cut out clippings. Every day he'd read three papers when he was retired. He would literally cut out anything to do with life, family, health, financial. He would send clippings to me. Like every day I get stuff in the mail from him wherever he was. Or when I'd see him, he'd just give it to me when I saw him. But it was always about just constantly teaching me. And he literally thought of me as a son he never had. So he, in a way, without us talking about it together now that he's gone for years, I can say that he constantly was 
draining his knowledge and, and bringing everything he could to me in a base, base of knowledge to me to better me as a person without us really saying he was doing that, but sure. that's what he was doing, you know, wow. in a way. That is know, so neat. I, wow. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I can look back at it now, like when he did it, I really think of it that way into that, mm-hmm. to that magnitude. But now I can look back and say, you know what? He really was improving me as an individual every single day in my life that he ever spoke to me or talked to me or saw me. When you look at all the lessons that you've learned from him, when, when in your book specifically, Lessons from My Grandfather, what was it, how did you kind of conceptualize it and say, okay, these were the most salient lessons? How did you say these are the ones that I want to really focus on the most? Yeah, so there's actually so, so there's a lot of lessons. There's actually 15 lessons per se, but there's so many more in the book. But I kind of highlight 15 okay. in the book as a highlight, but there's so many more. There's dozens and dozens more in the book, so many quotes from him. But you know, when, when I was going through the book and when I, you know, when I was with him all the time, I take a lot of notes when I was always with him at times, you know, uh, um, but as time went on. But when I was writing this book, it was very easy because these things that stuck out about me and about who he was, um, you know, and just some of the, like, you know, some of the, the quotes and some of the, uh, the principles, you know, attitude is everything. You know, I can go on that one for years and years because he mm-hmm. was always upbeat, always positive. Every job he ever had, he, he enjoyed the job and labor because he knew he was getting paid. And he, he had a, he had a way about him to make sure it was done at the best with perfection. So, you know, he never slacked off, you know, he came in early, stayed late, worked till lunch. It was always about that, you know, take pride in your job, take pride in who you are, be an excellent person, be an excellent human being. And it wasn't just about yourself, but always about giving back and helping others in need. You know, you can learn from everybody. Remain humble always. These are all, you know, these are, these are timeless universal principles. You know, um, all 15 of these are all similar in their own way. Go the extra mile, be joyful. You know, I can go on and on with these, but it's all kind of about his, who he was. And you look at an education and I tell people you need to have an education you need to have it to get ahead in life, but mm-hmm. it's about what you know, not who you know. And I, and I believe that now more than ever in life, because the people he was surrounded with, the, the successful elites, and he was, he was in restaurant business and he was a maitre d' and he was in socialite up in that uh, restaurant world and then uh, clubs, but he mixed and mingled with all these wonderful people and he learned from everybody. You know, and no one was ever beneath him. He learned from the cooks, the chefs, people, you know, walking the streets. He was just a student of knowledge. And that, <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. That is you know? absolutely beautiful. Well, let's, let's look at just let's um, kind of delve a little bit into some of these because obviously people are going to buy the book and they'll be able to learn everything about it. But let's look at the one for attitude is everything. When you look at that, you know, from your grandfather's standpoint, not perhaps even speaking English or coming penniless, arriving penniless, all of those things, your attitude is, is so important. What were some of the specific things that he was able to remind you to look, look at your attitude or to maybe change your attitude in all things? Because as we know, life is not all about success. There's, there's heartache, there's pain, there's so many things, but your perspective on life is going to determine what happens next. How was he really able to instill that in you? So I'm glad that you mentioned that because I, I'm a I'm a student of the fact that life is life and there will be hardships, mm-hmm. there will be setbacks, there will be tragedy, there will be upsets, there will be disappointments, all of these things in life. There will be deaths, there will be untimely deaths, tragedies. This is life. And when you sign up for being born, which you don't sign up for, you just are. But through life, that is life. You know, when it's good, it's good. But know that it will yes. be ups and downs. Yes. And you have to be. And we're not, as a society, and these and even kids, they know we're not. We're not schooled in that manner. That life is not easy. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. It's how you deal with things and how you forge forward. So his personality, his and what he always continued to tell me is, you know, 
obstacles will come up. Things will happen. You got to be able to go around and go over and go through it. You got to keep the attitude positive. You can't look back in life. You learn from the past. You learn from the past. Don't have regrets and don't, don't ponder on things that could have been or should have been. You learn from the past and move forward, but you always look forward, keep thought positive. And so it's always about that, just that energy and looking forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when things will happen in life, you know, you, you know, listen, we're all sad when things happen and disappointments, you know, thank God we're, we're as humans have the ability to kind of each day makes it get better. And it does, it really does. It's just a, wild way the humans are built <laughs> but um but it does get better and you know people allow themselves to get in a funk your brain's a, a machine beyond belief it's a it's a super yes. engine and, and the negative thoughts and the and the the negative drain on your body, if you continue to keep that in your head, it just doesn't go away. Yeah. You know, it doesn't go away. Um so it's all this positive stuff that goes into it. But you know, I have a whole chapter on action. There's four words action and attitude and one chapter is passion and purpose. The, the powerful words, mm, powerful gosh, words. Yeah. What I really, what I like to have people even look at as well is just simply asking themselves, asking themselves, is this a stumbling block or a stepping stone? Everything we experience in life, we have a choice to make. What are we going to do with this information? And if we allow it to become a stepping stone, that's we create, we understand the lesson that was learned. You know, sometimes a lesson could be, wow, I don't want to, you know, just like lifeology. You can see someone to be like, I want to be more like them. Let me emulate some of the decisions they're making. Or you can see someone to be like, you know, I don't necessarily want my life to go that way. So let me not do what they're doing or let me do something different. So it really comes back from that standpoint of when you perceive that everything you have with that attitude is also an attitude of learning, then it helps you grow much more exponentially than a person who doesn't recognize that there's a powerful lesson in every single choice we make. And especially if people treat it as a stumbling block and say, I can't get over this or I won't get over this or they get lost in all these thoughts and belief systems, they haven't taken the opportunity to say, I can grow so much more based on this or from this situation that just happened in my life. Well, it's interesting you say that because one of my taglines in my book that I purposely put in the book, so I kind of, not that I own it, but it's like my tagline, success is a choice. Mm, and I yes, love that. Yes, it's a powerful, it powerful statement. It's in the beginning of my book. It's in, it's in the back mm. of the cover. But success is a choice because everything we do in life is a choice. Yes, and you get up, get up early. I want to work out today. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to be a better friend. I'm going to be a better giver. I'm going to help people in need. I'm going to donate to my church. I'm going to be on this charity. I'm going to work harder in, in business. I'm going to work harder with my family. I'm going to be better to my spouse. Spend more time with my kids. All of these things are choices in life. Mm -hmm. So choices that you make determine who you are. Every day we have 24 hours. What do you want to do with that time is up to you. The sacrifice and hard work comes with everything. Nothing's easy. I can tell you if you're a rich, rich person and you're, you're handed down money to your, as a, as a son or daughter, that's easy. But hmm. life in general, for most of us in this world, is not easy. You yes. got to work at everything. Yeah. Strength that comes easy is not strength at all. It's funny. It's right. interesting. You and I are so aligned. You know, I can really, I'm sure my listeners are like, ah, oh, they're so synergetic right now. But it's true. I always tell people as well, you're as successful as you want to be. That comes with the choices you make and how you perceive the world and what the energy you put into something and the time you put into something really determines the success that comes out of it. Right. And you know what? Success is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Success is different for every single person. And I'm a student of, of helping friends and business associates, and anyone I can come across that if you, if you live below your means and beat this rat race, cause it's a rat race, a rat race live so. below your means, you will always be comfortable and have an enjoyable life. Cause the people that are making a big money, making a lot of money, making big money and spend big money, well, there's shame on them because the stress never ends. But if you, yes. if you make money and you get to a point where you're comfortable, live below your means, you always have what you need. You know, and my grandfather, you know, and this is the difference. I respect the dollar 
beyond belief. My grandfather told me to respect the dollar because he told me in my face when I told him one day, I said, you know, why don't you live, you know, you have a modest place here in New Jersey and a modest place in Florida. You know, you, you, this money saved up. You can travel the world, enjoy more. Why aren't you doing more? And he goes, Mark, and he looked at me so seriously. He goes, when you, when you've been without, like I was without, came here with nothing on food lines and shiny shoes. When you're without for years and struggling and worry about your next meal, you never want to be without again. Mm. And, and it's a powerful statement that is. is because you never know how life comes and like goes and problems and I'm getting older now with health. But just in general, I always wanted to make sure I had, so it's better to live below your means and you'll be always more comfortable that way. And it's just, you know, it stuck with me and I value the dollar. I respect the dollar. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between being cheap and frugal or being wise. There's a difference with all that. I like to spend money and enjoy my life, but there's a difference of being frugal and then respecting the dollar. There's a big difference. Well, I think it also goes back to what you said as well. When you can spend and enjoy life uh, under the, you know, living under the means of what, what you of what you truly want or just in other words, living outside of what you can truly afford. Then right. Yeah. I mean, that's totally different. I mean, if I have right. make a certain amount of money, but then my lifestyle says I have to have this and this and this, then that's, of course it's gonna be stressful. You know why right. it just, it's obvious. I mean, so I really, I like how candidly you put that because it, it is a really powerful truth. Live, you know, live beyond your means and you're always going to be stressed out. So that's, that's a right. Take and most people, unfortunately to leave on this, most people in society, unfortunately are chasing dreams that, mm-hmm. you know, I shouldn't say chasing dreams. You have to work towards your dream, but they're actually chasing the people, the neighbors and other things that they really want to have or can't have. You know, you need to, you need to be, and that's why I'm going to go back to the same question from the beginning. We talked about what success is different for everybody. Yes. What do you want out of life? You want to have a big, big, big mansion. You want to have boats. You want to have planes. Like, what do you want? All right, then work towards that. But you know, if you want to be content with what you have and lead a successful life, a successful life in business and life together is a family, friends, business, enjoying your life. And so what do you want out of it? It's a question every person should be asked every year. What do you want out of life? How are you living? What's important mm-hmm. to you? You know, it's, it's, it's impactual. Well, I think it goes from an even broader spectrum as well to piggyback off of what you said is looking at that sense of fulfillment. You know, I can be very fulfilled in my work life, but if I'm not fulfilled in my family life or my friend life or other areas, well, how can I l- allow my life to expand even more to raise that level of fulfillment in all areas of my life. Because success, you know, I look at success as many different categories as opposed to perhaps the success of my show or the success of whatever it may be. So I think it is so important, just kind of like what you're saying, is expanding that worldview of being successful in all areas. And it's not just pigeonholed into one element of one's life. Right. And the more you help, the more you give, the more you're involved. I mean, you know, it just goes at flowers. You know, the Mm -hmm. more you're good to people, open the door, let people in when they're trying to come into traffic, like all that positive stuff. I wish more people were that way. It would be a better world, you know? Yes. So (laughs) very simple, very simple stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, really looking at all these different lessons. I mean, that's really what it is as far as, you know, you're giving back to others. You are looking for things that other people aren't seeing, um, really recognizing things in people's lives. It's it's living life um, in a very healthy way as opposed to living life how society unfortunately will often tell us we should live it and when we live right. in a should world well then that's where it comes from all this this stress and we, we live a life that was never ours because we're trying to fit into a world that was never created for us specifically my dreams your dreams are specifically for me my dreams are not that of someone else and so if i try and live a life like someone else i'm never going to be happy because it was designed for me right what do you want what's your mm-hmm. why you know what, what's so important to you and listen 
like you, I'm sure. I've worked since I've been 11 years old. I had a paper out. I haven't stopped working. I worked yeah, very awesome. hard. Yeah, I've worked, yeah, I worked very hard. I, I've, you know, you've sacrificed my time and things and whatever it may be. But, you know, you want to get ahead in this world. I've always said, even from a young person, I, I, I'd work three jobs if I had to to support my family. If I really had to work yes. three jobs, you know, I mean, you know, and you don't want to, you want to have to live that, you work that way your whole life. You want to spend time with mm-hmm. family and friends. But it's, you know, it's again, what do you want out of life? You know, what do you expect out of life? But to be successful monetarily and successful in life, it takes a lot of time and commitment. And, and planning, you know what yes. I'm saying? So that's what we're, we're all talking about, the same thing. Yeah, it truly is. And, and I think that's, that goes back to the more, the more information you have, the planning, the more successful you're going to be. I think so many times people just jump the gun and make all these decisions, decisions that they're going to do this or that without that fully planning time. And that's where things kind of fall away from them. They're like, ah, oh, it didn't work. Well, it right. would have worked should you have slowed down and looked at it from a conceptual standpoint and what what are my options as opposed to just running gung-ho and unfortunately not being able to fulfill the dream. Right, and that's why the name of the book that I named for that reason, Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business of Life, was purely the most perfect name I could put on this book yes. because the, because the, the amount of lessons that I learned from him as an individual. And mm. I can tell you, what truly got him ahead in life, and this is gonna be very, very powerful. So he had a, he had a junior level high school degree when he left from Cyprus and not even in the middle of his junior year. And I can tell you that he got ahead in life because of who he was, because he was likable. He was trustworthy. He was passionate. He was a hard worker. He was a friend to all. He was Mr. Major D. People loved being around. He was five foot two, (laughs) five foot two, smile on his face, happy guy, loved life. People loved being around him. So every time there was another job opportunity, hey, Charlie, there's a job over here. Hey, Charlie, there's another job over here. Charlie, come with us here. Like you always opportunities, but he got his, he got his big breaks, ended up staying one place for 20 plus years and then another place for 10 years after that. But leading up to that, those first stepping stones, it was just, you know, because people wanted to help him out. He was a good, yeah. he was a good soul. He was a good soul, but his, but his likability, his, his passion, his hard work, his dedication, these are his ethical, honest, these things is what this, these things is what allowed him to survive. Because if he wasn't that way, I can tell you as clear as day, if he was not that way in that, in the worst depression his world's ever seen mm. in 1929, yes. he came here three weeks after the stock market crash. Oh my gosh. If, if, if that's when he walked into this, the, the nightmare, if it wasn't for who he was, he could have been dead on a street somewhere. He would have never, maybe never survived. You never know. But yeah. because he was a likable guy and a personal guy, this is how he got ahead. So it's, that's, I just, I put that all in a box because it's powerful. Yes, it certainly is. And it's such an inspiration for all of us. So it's, I'm, thank you so much for sharing that. I wish we had more time to talk about this. But Mark, if my listeners want to find out more information about you and about this amazing book, Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life, where will they find this information online? So two things. So I have a website put, I put together. I have some extra pictures on there and a lot of good fun stuff, but it's grandfatherlessons.com is the actual site. And it shows you know, where I'm speaking and you know, different events I'll be at. So it's there. You can go there. You can purchase the book on Amazon. There's a button right in the website. Or you can go direct to Amazon as well. Uh, you know, lessons from my grandfather. Uh, you can look it up on Amazon. It's available there as well. Excellent. Well, Mark, what I'm going to do as well is I'm also going to put your book, Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life on my own, in my own store. So if my listeners aren't able to find it on Amazon, simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com. And in the store there, you will see Mark's amazing book. Mark, thank you once again for being a guest on my show. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we, like you said, we could talk about this all day. So thank you once again for joining with us. No, my pleasure. I love, we're similar, similar, same pod in our brains. So I love it. <laughs>
I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.